Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue that's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The Camp Agency at Country Financial. It's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. And now a Mexico moment with Nate. Happy Friday, fuckers. It's another Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I'm Nate, and this is my wife, Alexis. Hey, guys. How's it going? And this is episode number five. Uh, Nice. (laughs) How you doing, Lex? I'm doing great. How are you, Nate? (laughs) Good. We just had to um, pause for a second because there was a guy... um, not, I don't know what he was doing, actually. Sure. Was, we're sitting in our apartment, and then we hear this like this Mexican music just blasting out loud. Lovely Mexican music, but just where is it coming from? Yeah, so we patio. look outside, and it's just a guy on a cart. And sometimes there's dudes on carts that, will, uh, that come with water. Sometimes they sharpen your knives. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they have food. Yeah, sometimes they're selling food. Laundry delivery. Yeah, laundry. Yeah, Everything's there's, delivery. there's lots of guys. Yeah. Um, 
But a lot of times you just have to, they will either yell for you from the street or uh, play some music really loud. I guess so. A little (laughs) honk will be okay. Yeah, I'm still curious um, what he's selling or what he's doing. I'm asking some neighbors. Give the 411. We may never know. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, so we had a pretty uh, eventful last week. Uh, Alexis's brother was in town for his birthday with his girlfriend Pebbles. Yep. So good to see my brother Eric. And I had previously met his girlfriend Pebbles in... Florida you haven't yet but she was great we you know they did everything we kind of wanted them to or everything they wanted to actually yeah they gave us a list of things they wanted to get done so we kind of planned a little itinerary around that um so Eric has never been and for those of you that listen to the radio show this is her brother that had been shot Four years ago? Uh, yeah, almost five, I think. Yeah. Four or five years ago now. Um, but he's doing yeah. great. He was in Ohio at the time, if you remember that story, and, and he lives in Florida now. Yep. Um, 29 not, years old. Yeah, not far from Thank Alexis's you. mom and, and uh, dad and... You know, got you got the whole family down in Florida now. Yeah, almost. the whole family's in Florida. <laughs> Every other brother, Alex. Yeah, we need one more down. We need Alex down uh, to Florida, but they're closer. We're you know closer yeah. to Mexico. So Eric got his first passport. <laughs> Um, first time out of the country. First time out of the country. So excited. Yeah. I'm so excited for him. He came here and they had a list of things they wanted to do. Uh, day one, we did what? Uh, we did. Oh, the ruins. Yes. Ekbalam. Yeah. We did Ekbalam. They wanted to do some ruins. So we did those ones just because you can climb them. Yeah. Um, so we and... kind of went back and forth about a couple different ruins, but. We thought Ekbalam would be great because they can climb it, like you said. So yeah, so we did that. It's about it's about two hours. Yeah, out into the jungle. It's a good and little trek. Yeah, so we rented a car, uh, headed out that way, and we're on the highway, but it's like kind of the only thing out there in the Yucatan. Yeah, I mean it's just jungle and nothing. Renting a car was great. It gave us like you know flexibility. We could. Get there as fast as we wanted or, you know, take our time. Do yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> On the highway, it's it's somewhat brand new. I don't know if they just repaved it recently or widened it or whatever, but there's a lot of construction going on. It has been for at least the last year yes. that we've uh, been driving down it. It's really nice. Yeah. So yeah. we are get we're almost there. It's about two hours away. We were like, there's one last exit that we have to get off. It says we have to like kind of turn right. And this is like this kind of clusterfuck of a mix master of two highways coming together uh, a mess. and we've <laughs> we've been on this highway before and we knew there was some construction here so we get up to this spot where there's supposed to be a turnaround and there's not a turnaround no it's like turn left yeah no, no so left. <laughs> we keep going a little bit earlier like, i don't know the fuck to turn around here yep. so we go a little bit further and there's some kind of like a rest stop and it's in the middle of like in between the two lanes yeah like in the median yeah like so they have them in florida kind of, off yeah. the turnpike yeah, so we we pull through there so we can turn back around and we're going back around and it's telling us, okay, now you got to go to the right and get off on this exit and it's going to loop back around and take you over to where we're going. Yeah. And we're about 10 minutes away at this point. We come up and I go, I don't think there's an exit. No. It does not look like it was just construction. We're not seeing anything. <laughs> and we get up to it and so we pass it and I'm like, okay, well, well, now we can find another place to turn around. Let's try this again. Yep. Two hours and 34 minutes is the next turnaround. Let the freaking out begin. (laughs) Or like, oh my God. And this is a a divided highway where they have like a cement median in the middle that's like, I don't know, like four feet tall or something. Yeah, brand new. Like there's no getting in between them. And fun fact, we did this same exact thing last time we came, coming from a different direction with some uh, different people. We weren't driving, uh, but our friend Lisa was driving and she... 
was getting off the exit. Same deal. It just kind of fucked us around. The and GPS is wrong, and then the signage doesn't make sense, and it's just... Yeah. Yeah. So same thing happened. It says like over two hours to turn around. We're like, what the fuck do we do? Uh, So we're just driving and there's a lot of construction and for maybe 15 minutes, there's nothing like it's just that cement medium. I'm like, we're never going to be able to turn around. We're going to have to drive another two and a half fucking hours back. I'm so mad. And I mean, it was nobody's fault. I wasn't mad at anybody. I was just mad that at the situation. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. None of us could believe. We're like, no, there'll be another turnaround. And that was probably making you yeah. more. But we, well, yeah, because we had just <laughs> like, driven that road. And I'm like, there was no fucking turnaround. Yeah. There's construction the whole way. Yep, yep. Luckily, we finally got to a little spot where they had cones where they hadn't put the, yeah. the cement yet. And Thank so God. we turned around there. But could have been a catastrophe. It could have been so bad. It was perfect. It was it was meant for us, that little spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh so we did the the ruins. Um fantastic as usual. Yeah. Very yeah. few people there. If you're looking at going between Chichen Itza and Ekbalam, I would say Ekbalam unless you don't think you're ever going to come back to Mexico again. Yeah. Um, it's really impressive. You can climb it, you know. Yeah, there it's far less busy. There's a cenote right beside it. Yeah, cenote. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we did. So we yep. then we decided to go to cenote after we went to the ruins. And there was uh, a guy like renting bikes, I guess. And yeah. so we, oh no, actually okay. he was the ticket taker the and then the bikes free. were free or yeah. you could drive your car. So we were like, Hey, let's ride the bikes. So we're yeah. just riding our bikes through the fucking jungle and we finally very get bumpy. there. Yeah, very, very bumpy. bumpy. Road. Yeah. These bikes get... are free into the jungle. That's why the road's super bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're free. <laughs> so we, uh, we get out and we go to Cenote and we've never been to this one before. I can't even remember what it was called. It was like Ish. Ishache or I something? I could never say it. You said uh, it better. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But um, it was a great cenote. Yeah, I mean, beautiful. It, some of them are caves. Some of them are open. Some are closed. This was like a big hole in the ground. Yeah. And you had to. T- we had to walk down this like little crookedy ladder to get down there. And but it uh, wasn't creepy. It was like still bright. Yeah. It was big enough that you know there was light everywhere and the water was so beautiful. Some rope, like, swings. rope swings. It was cool because they did. Some of the places are a little overcautious. They make you wear a life jacket or whatever, yeah. so that kind of sucks jumping off a rope with that. But this one, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they you, had them. They yeah. had them available. Yeah, they did. But and there were some to. kids screaming. Ugh, take the baby. Like, parents, don't bring babies to cenotes yeah. if they don't want to swim. Yeah, this if he's afraid of the water, don't throw him. Like we're in the jungle trying to relax. It's Ugh. very quiet and peaceful. peaceful. It's like. Kind of a Mayan like yeah. ceremonial area, and we're hearing just this. It's like a little squ- boy or yeah. something. He, terrified to be in the like, water. He doesn't want to go in the fucking water. We're like, please, Stop you're it. traumatizing this child. <laughs> it really did not want to be in the water. Yeah, but um, but other than that, it was great. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. very Instagram worthy pictures. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. And then we did what? The next day we did uh, Ishkaret, the, the park, our favorite. Yeah, the the one that we could have got that discount on and just didn't know it's how okay. calendars we're not, work. We're just going <laughs> to press on with our annual passes and call it a, a day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. I don't know if any, did anything crazy happened there. Um, They were, my brother and his girlfriend were really impressed. They, they loved it, but I don't think anything, not too, too crazy. Yeah. No yeah. lizards jumping at us. No, nothing. Uh, we saw lots of animals, lots of good swimming. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, pretty. Oh, uh, we had to take them back. So we took the bus there, which is like five bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But to get back, there wasn't any buses running. So we had to take the Collectivos. And I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but the Collectivos are basically like little buses 
that run up and down the highway or in town, um, instead of having like a large city bus, they're these little vans. They look like little white catering vans. Kind yeah. Of. And they hold, I don't know, maybe like 15, 12, 12, 10, 14 people. 10, 15. Yeah. yeah. And super cheap. They're like $1.50 to go really the same cheap. distance that like a $30 cab would go, but you're sharing it. So you have to like flag them down on the interstate. Yeah. The worst part of doing this is when it's dark <laughs> out and you have to flag down like on a busy interstate trying to get a van to pull over in like record speed, like soon as they see you. So we're out there. It's and a we... little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. I looked at my brother and Pebbles. I was like, trust me, we got this. We got to ride home. Just like, you know, trust <laughs> just us. Just be cool. <laughs> They're like, what's happening? So that was, you know, probably the first red flag for him. Yeah. So we get in the Collectivo. There's only there's two seats maybe or one because it, it's a packed van yeah like, there's tons of people in there and uh he's like get in so all like, four okay. of us get in i'm standing yep. in the van and this is like a passenger van you got up in the front with some guy yeah because another girl was in the passenger seat and he um the driver was like you up here i'm like oh great so i'm in the middle of the driver and some woman i don't know in kind of like a child seat like this is a terrible decision. I'm like staring out the dashboard, like just looking back at you guys like, I love you. <laughs> it was fine. And they, they, had, were really nice. they ended up having to sit on the floor in the back. Yeah. And I <laughs> just remember brother. standing there trying to hold myself up, ab- like my hands above my head on the van. So I'm not falling over, running into people. And I look over and Alexis is in the front with some guy. Bad Bunny's playing on the radio. Eric and Pebbles are on the floor, and these two Mexican women are fanning them with yes, their hand fans. Those girls were so much fun. They were telling the driver like what to play, all the different songs, and they're like jamming out. It was a very positive uh, collectivo. Yeah. <laughs> so, I hope they enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, my but, poor brother. He's probably like, "What did you bring me to Mexico to do?" Then the next day, we oh, then we went to Cozumel. Yep. And we, we did the snorkel tour. Hung out with some friends. We did uh, Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving. Oh what goodness. was it? Uh, Easter, Easter dinner. Yeah. Did Easter dinner over there. It was a great day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A really good day. The only thing that was weird there was when we went to the that kind of beach bar that we usually get the real cheap tortas at. Yeah. Shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when we went there, you came up to me and you said, oh, that lady just yelled at you because Tiger got too close to her what? Chicken. <laughs> i was like what yes yeah you so what me. happened hold up wait a minute let's hear from our sponsors winter is here and we know what that means rodents are looking for a nice comfy place to call their home nothing better than a nice warm attic or crawl space possibly yours do you know that rodents can cost thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse squirrels are the number one issue with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires, not to mention the diseases that they carry. Well, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. They do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home. Whether it's squirrels, rats, opossums, or bats, they got you covered. Fully licensed and insured, Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs inspectallservices.com make sure you mention the bs and receive 10 percent off your exclusion work year-round exclusions one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal rodent letters trap set and attics and crawl spaces free inspections inspectallpestservices.com all right full disclosure yes rachel guy rachel the realtor guy is my wife on top of that she's one of the best realtors in atlanta 
Uh, she's, well, not just Atlanta, in the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker, so if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. And back to you. Some woman brought two chickens to the beach. I don't know why. We love the spot. They have really good food, really good, you know, the bartenders, they're awesome. It's a great view. You can snorkel. And sometimes, you know, people are laying by the water, sun tanning. There's a guy that comes and draws, like, paintings and uh, does different kinds of art. Like, people will be eating and listening to music. This woman's laying there sun tanning with two chickens. Like a roost, like a big, white, fluffy rooster. And then, like, a little brown kind of looking rooster thing. Yeah. Took just, them to the beach. Uh, I didn't know they were hers. I thought they were just, you know, wild chickens on the island running around, something like that. Tiger, of course, I'm looking at him. He was going towards the chickens. I'm like, oh, how's this going to go? You know, because he's doesn't know what a chicken is. <laughs> <laughs> going towards the chicken. And he doesn't even want the chickens. He's going for the palm tree. I can see, like, both of us, I think we both Oh, noticed. like he wanted to pee on the palm yeah, tree. Yeah, he had to pee. So he's like, get out of the way, chickens. I got to go. Chicken bucks at him and, like, flies, like, almost flies on top of him. And Tiger just runs. The lady, you know, looked at me and I said, hey, your chicken just attacked my dog. And she was like, keep your dog away from my chicken or something like that. I was like, he attacked my pug. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So it was traumatizing. Tiger was traumatized after that. And I don't know who brings chickens to the beach. Yeah. They were pretty, but they were aggressive. Yeah. But other than that, I think that was, a, <laughs> that was other than the chickens, thing. you know, attacking our dog. That's nothing. It was a long day for sure. I'm sure other things happened, but that was. Yeah. The most we, we did the snorkeling tour, which is great. Oh, it was wonderful. We picked a, like We a, got sunburnt because you're not allowed to wear uh, sunscreen. Like 30 minutes after. Yeah, before or after or something like before that. Before we with, get on. Um, with the reef, the, yeah, protect yeah. the reef. Protect the reef, guys. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's been pretty eventful. I mean, eventful slash uneventful weekend. A lot yeah. of good things happened. Very few bad. We did a lot of things. Everything was positive, and we checked. Hopefully, we checked everything off their list. I think we did. Yeah, I think the last place we went before they left was Captain Sandwich. Yeah, uh, which is one of our favorite breakfast Capitan. places. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Capitan Sandwich. Capitan Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> uh, and just a breakfast place, and it's so outside, good. right on Fifth Ave. So we just kind of people watch and sit and drink uh, big, delicious juices, yeah. natural juices. Fifth and like CTM. Yeah. Uh, so we're sitting there. I'm like looking at you guys because I'm facing the street and I'm talking to everybody at the table, and I turn around. <laughs> what do you see? And I see a guy with a bucket on his head. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. This dude has, and it's not, well, not so much a bucket. It's more like a waste bin or yeah, like a, like, office like a trash, trash can, can for an office, like yeah. a secretary one, like yeah. a little desk. No lid. No. Just the bin. And he's doing like these weird dance moves and then he starts crawling. <laughs> I think he freaks some guy out because he pulled the bucket back yeah. and then the dude caught eyes with him. 
and he started being weird. Then the other guy walks by, puts the bucket back on his head, and starts going, dong, 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 dong. <laughs> I think they knew him. Maybe not. I, <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. But um, So we did. There was a bucket head spotting in, uh, in Playa del Carmen. Yes, bucket head. That was so funny. Oh. He had some sweet dance moves, but he was definitely on something. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah, and I think, actually, we went, the, we went to that beer bar later, or the next day. Yeah. And our friend Josue, he said he saw him the night before, and he yeah. showed us the video. Same pants. He took a video. Same yeah. pants. Same hat. Same, <laughs> same bucket. Hat, same guy. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the pancake. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. That was a delicious pancake. Like a one to two inch thick pancake. Oh, it's so good. I've never, we have to go back and it get It was that. like if all three merged together, it was like one big stack. Yeah, it was so good. I think I got like 10 messages from girlfriends about that pancake. Yeah. Cap- Capitan sandwich. We have to go so, back. Yes. Check it yeah. out. All right. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get, it was a great week. Great weekend. Looking forward to the next one. I don't know who's coming to visit next, but actually our friends from Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, your old co-worker, uh, Nate and Brianne. Yep. Nate and Brianne will be here. Before that, BFF is coming back. My oh, best, yeah. My bestie. That's uh, true. Chrissy yeah, is coming so, back. So, so excited. I'm sure there'll be something else going on this weekend. We'll I know. There's out. always something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to some listener questions. First one is from Alicia. Do you still feel like a tourist or do you feel like a local now? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say I definitely don't feel like a local. Yeah. But I don't feel like a tourist. Right. We're above tourists now, I think. Yeah. We're almost going on two years. We've figured the things out, but we're definitely not locals. Yeah. I don't know if we could ever. Would we truly be local? I don't know if we ever really truly could. I don't know. Maybe that's just in our own heads. But I I feel like I was actually telling your brother about this. It's like this. I don't want to say like reversed stereotypes or whatever, but it's like no matter how well somebody from another country in the U.S., like somebody from Guatemala or something, no matter how perfect English they speak, somebody's still going to ask them where they're from. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to say they're not going to assume that they're from the U.S., which is what I think I would feel like here is even if I'm like fluent Spanish, know everybody, know everything about the area and the history and all this stuff, people are still going to look at me from across the way yeah. or from, or not even knowing me and think, oh, well, you know, he's a tourist or whatever. It's hard to ever be like yeah. local, local. Well, I don't even feel like it that way. Like definitely speaking the language. But if you like know everyone in your community, I think that makes you a local. And I would just think it would take time and, um, you know, like kind of have that presence in your community that's when you become yeah. a local i don't feel like a tourist but i don't think someone else would like perceive me as a local yeah you know we true, still true, get asked true. where are you guys from and everybody yeah. else well, is obviously. like oh <laughs> and then we say plato carmen and they say well, just well say we're but from where us. are you from yeah, yeah but they're not going to say that to someone who actually is a local right, right. yeah so so <laughs> a little bit in between yeah. we, we know more than you know 90 percent of the the expats, I, yeah. I feel like we I feel like we have done a lot more than a lot of people that have just came in for six months and they just kind of go to coffee shops and chill on yeah. the beach and do whatever, which is totally fine. I'm just saying I think we've experienced a lot more than the average uh, immigrant or tourist even. For sure. And I feel like this is home now. You know, yeah. for now, this is home. We're comfortable here. We love it here. So, yeah, home kind of puts us towards the locals yeah. direction but if you get yeah i guess if you want to spin it in that way if the question could be perceived as does this feel like home now yeah yeah like if i'm somewhere else Aww. i say <laughs> i can't wait to get home i can't wait to get to my own yeah. bed or whatever and i'm talking about here 
not back, you know, at my parents' house or Atlanta or Orlando or any other place. Like this is home now. So yeah. Yeah, I feel more local in that respect. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, a good, that was a good question. We had to think about that one. Very, very. <laughs> uh, next one. What are your top three Mexico breweries or beers you've enjoyed since moving there? And Ooh. that is from Vanessa. Oh, good question, Vanessa. Yeah. I know my favorite is okay. uh, Principia. Yeah. That, I love that one from the start. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would say Principia is one, uh, Morenos, and... Pescadores. Yeah, yeah Pescadores. Yeah, I don't know if I... I don't know. I enjoy them, but I feel like there's other ones uh, that I've had. Most of the beers, as we've said before, most of the beers or breweries that we like are maybe from central Mexico to west Mexico. Yeah. Like I think Principia and Morenos, I feel like they're in Monterey or somewhere in Guadalajara. Um, they have tap rooms in Mexico City that yeah. we've been to both of them. But I love both of those because they do kind of more, and it's probably just me, but I like, you know, obviously I like IPAs, I like hazies, I like pale ales, uh, <laughs> sours, stouts, and they kind of do that. And they also do really good can art. Yeah. That's what I think art. that I I also loved about the U.S. is like the can art got really good. Yeah. Um, the parodies, all those things. It's almost as just as much fun. It's just like buying the album cover, you know, for a CD or a, a record or yeah, something. Yeah, true, true. You want the music, but you're going to pick one that has a cooler album cover than the other one. Probably. Yeah, and we have kept some of them before, the cans. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say... Yeah, those top three. I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Pescadores, that's here uh, in Puerto Morelos, just north of us. Um, of course, so, yeah. we love, you know, Chela de Playa. We love our locals, our mm. local beers, too. But I think Principia, I would say, for mine. Yeah, actually, no, I like, uh, I probably like Baja Brewing more oh, yeah. than them. And Baja is really good. And uh, Cabo, right? Yeah, yeah, Cabo. Their brewery is impressive. Yeah, so, Beautiful. yeah, there's some great ones here. But a lot of them are from other parts of Mexico. Yeah. And last question. What do you suggest? Withdrawing cash from an ATM or bringing dollars to a money exchange there? And that's from Luis. And he's one of our buddies from Panama. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, Luis. (laughs) That's a really good question. You were just going over this with my brother when he was here. And he actually enlightened me to the fact that Panama does not have their own current. Well, they kind of have their own currency, but they use dollars. Like the U.S. dollar is their currency. Oh, wow. Um, So that's probably nice going back and forth from the U.S. to to there for him. Yeah, that's a good trivia question. But I would always (laughs) say, like people ask questions coming down, how much cash should I bring? I would bring minimal cash, maybe enough to get you through the first day. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, you know, if you're taking a bus or a taxi or something from the airport to wherever you're going, just enough to pay them and tip them or whatever. But I would always take cash out of the ATM um, and just get pesos directly. Right. Because if you bring dollars, so basically how it works is there is an exchange rate. And so let's say, okay, I'll look at it right now. So right now it is 18.01. So you're getting 18 pesos to one U.S. dollar. You're never really going to ever get that because (laughs) if you go if you bring U.S. dollars and you go to one of the exchange places, they're going to give you a specific rate. It ain't going to be 18 because their goal, they're a business. Their goal is to make money. Money. So they might give you 16 and a half or something. So you're losing about a peso and a half on every dollar that you're exchanging, which doesn't sound like much, but if you're, you know, a couple hundred dollars, it can add up to be 30, 40, 50, you know, however much, you know, you're exchanging, I guess. So it can add up to a lot. The difference is if you take it out of an ATM, first of all, you don't have to bring a bunch of fucking cash with you and worry about that. (laughs) But when you take it out of ATM, many of the, the ATMs in Mexico will ask you, 
they have like an automatic conversion and they'll say the screen will come up before you check out and it'll say, oh, this is how much uh, you're requesting. This is what our conversion is. Do you want to accept or decline it? Whenever people see accept or decline and they're trying to get money out, they click accept because they're like, okay, I'll accept it. I got to get it. Do not accept that. Always, always, always decline it because the the ATM is doing the same thing that the exchange places are doing. They're going to give you a shittier deal and you're going to lose money. So if you let your if you take out decline that take out of the ATM with your your ATM card, Mm -hmm. your bank is going to do the conversion for you. And your even your U.S. bank is going to give you what their current conversion rate is for the peso, which it's not going to be exactly what it is dollar for dollar or dollar for peso. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be a lot closer like mine. Like so 18.01, my bank might do like. 17.8 17.8 or yeah. something, you know, something very, very close. And Which it all depends close. on what your bank is. And yeah, yeah you're going to pay the, the ATM fee, but I'd rather lose four bucks in the ATM fee and get a better conversion rate. In the long run, you're going to be getting more money yeah. for, for what it's and worth. A lot of bank accounts now, they are, you know, they yeah. reimburse that. Yeah. And that's what we have. We have a, a Schwab investor account specifically for Mexico because you don't have to pay any ATM fees yeah. on either end. So they do not charge you one worldwide, and also they will reimburse you at the end of the month any foreign uh, transaction fees. Yeah. So, so that's nice. a good thing to have. But yeah, so I would say um, if you're coming down here vacation for like a week or so, yeah. bring a little ca- little USD. Yeah, just to have it. And like places it. here will accept it. Yeah. But again, each restaurant has their own conversion rate. They might give you 16 pesos to the dollar, and they're not going to give you probably the correct change back because they're going to give it back in pesos. Yeah. They're going to do their own conversion. Probably. So yeah, I feel like it's always better just bring a little USD. A little bit of cash, emergency, and then, and then get money out here. And if you are going to get money out at the ATM here, don't get it out like one of those ones on the street. Like you probably wouldn't do yeah. that. Like downtown Atlanta, you're not, or you know, wherever, you're not going to get it out on the ATM on the street. Yeah. Go to a bank, go to a grocery yeah, store, go to somewhere where sure. a little Looks more, safe. yeah, a little more legit. <laughs> Normal. Um, but yeah, that was a good question. Yep. All right. Now, are you ready for the Mexican slang of the day? I am. Let's do it. The Mexican slang of the day is brought to you by Inspect All Pest Services. Inspect All Pest Services provides high quality termite, pest, and wildlife control. But that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. And don't forget to mention the BS now and you get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right, the slang word of the day is way. Oh. Wait, and that is spelled, actually it's spelled G, and then there's these two little, it's a U with those two little dots, little German dots. I didn't know they use those in Spanish, honestly, (laughs) other than way. So it's G-U-E-W, but even though it looks like guay, it's almost, it's way, but there's almost like a g at the very beginning, but I think people just say way. Um, and you can also, you might see it spelled W-E or W-E-Y. Okay, E-Y, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And apparently in the past, this used to, and probably is still used, is kind of a derogatory term. It's like calling someone a dumbass or an idiot. Uh, but not anymore. <laughs> I guess now uh, you can hear it on the radio, on TV, um, pretty much everywhere. It just kind of means like dude or buddy. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty common throughout Mexico, I believe. Now oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know if it's other countries. Have you heard it? Here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like our, um, actually, it's the Argentinian empanada place we go to. Oh, yeah, yeah that's uh, part of the name. That's Chayo what I was going to ask, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you could see, say like, wey, donde es mi carro? Oh. Like, 
That Dude, was good. where's my car? <laughs> Ooh, that was good, babe. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But my car? so I think of it as like not exactly this word, but like fucker. Like yeah. you can be like you dumb fucker. Like you yeah. can be like mad at somebody, but you can also be like oh. get over here, fucker. You know, <laughs> your buddy, or you might call like one of your girlfriends a bitch. Where if oh, you my. say it in a certain way, yeah, it's yeah. gonna sound you're, you're, you're calling them a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But other one you might you might call your friend that. Yeah, and it's you know it's just like a saying. Hey, dude. Hey, bro. Hey, what's up? It's uh, one of your friends. I like it. So our empanada place, our favorite, most awesome empanada place is like empanada dudes or dude empanadas. Well, it's Che Ilway. Che is like a, it might be Che, who knows oh, how yeah. you pronounce it, but it is actually, here's another, it's an Argentina slang of the day. Ooh, this is uh, another slang word that they use in... Um, in Portuguese or in other parts, in Spain even, in Bra- yeah, lots of parts of Brazil. Uh, but it means buddy or guy or mate. So oh, maybe it's like the connection, like guy and the guy, you know, like oh, yeah. uh, Argent- Argentina guy and Mexico guy. Gotcha. Like buddy. Like oh, like the guy. Buddy and the buddy. The, guy, the buddy and the buddies. <laughs> I know. We're probably getting this all wrong. I know. So if, uh, if you speak Spanish, let us know. <laughs> They're the best empanadas ever. Yeah, they are great empanadas. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so okay, well, that's good to know. And I feel like I've heard that that way every now and then. Yeah, that's good to know now. Listen for it. It's yep. a good Friday tip. Yep, it is. All right. Well, Lex, you got anything before we get on out of here? If you have a pug, be careful with it around chickens. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. Good advice. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Happy Friday, fuckers. Happy Friday, fuckies. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. Now, get out of here.